Welcome everyone to the Dream Builders podcast. This is a new, brand new episode, a special one, and I've been looking forward to this one for a while because in this episode we'll talk about how you can discover your authentic message to impact the world. And I invited none other than Monique Bloxal. She's the founder of Hard Power Business, and she has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs in 36 countries to grow their business to six, seven figures by turning their message into a solid offer and business structure so they make a much bigger impact in the world. Monique herself is also an award-winning international speaker, a business mentor, podcaster, and a published author. So Monique, welcome so much to, to the Dream Goddess podcast. Great, and Jochem, as much as you look forward to in having me, I was looking forward to be here. Well, I mean, Dream Builder, what a, what a promising, juicy title, right? We all are out there to build our dreams with our business and with whatever we do in our life. It's great to be with you. Exactly. Thank you so much. Now, the reason why I've been looking forward to this interview for a while is also because I read your bio and you told me also last time that you have won uh, twice the public speaking Toastmasters uh, competition on the EU level. So that's very, very cool. And you've shared the stages with people like Gary Vee and and John Kerry. So that is very, very interesting. Uh, And obviously you have your, you run your own business. And so I would really love to have a discussion with you about, you know, how people can gain that edge to really, you know, speak out and, and, and share their authentic message, uh, how they can lift others up in this world. So first of all, I would love to hear a little bit more about your, your backstory and ultimately why you also believe why it's so important for people to share their message. Yeah, great. Okay. So, I mean, what, what is my story? I mean, I, we can go back to like my childhood days very quickly. Okay. I grew up actually in Eastern Germany. And uh, if you know something about German history, you know, you know, until uh, 89, Germany was separated into countries. And I lived in the, on the Eastern part, which was kind of the communist socialism system, right? So, uh, you know, if you know something about that time, there were hardly any entrepreneurs. People were state employed, resources state owned. So becoming an entrepreneur was never really a dream of mine. Still, what's interesting is at the age of 10 and then again 14 and then again 18, I found ways of giving something to people they wanted and make money with it. No one ever taught me, but I always had this entrepreneurial gene inside of me when I was 18. I even had already people making money for me. <laughs> okay. And still, I don't know about you, Jochen, but most people, no matter if they grew up in a free country or in a, in a you know, quite a stifled system like, uh, you know, the communist system, um, you know, I know, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, dream of building their business, but don't really see how, see, or, or they don't even dream about it from when they grow up. Because like I grew up with a, with a, with a message, girl, be good at school, okay, get a good job, live a good life. That, that was the mantra, right? And uh, so that's what a lot of people grew up with. The thing is, you know, I don't know, there was always something inside of me saying, ah, there must be something else. Anyhow, I followed this mantra. And for about 15 years, I worked in big corporates and I, I climbed the corporate ladder quite fast, right? And I know that is a dream for a lot of younger people even still today, right? They dream of first having a solid corporate career and then maybe later on they think about building a business. So I did it this way too. I, you know, I, at some point I was a global head of price and yield management for one of the biggest logistics companies in the world. You know, I had a great title. I had teams all over the world. I was traveling the world. You know, I I drove a shiny company car. I made a really good salary. 
And some people would say, well, Monique, isn't that amazing? I mean, you made it, right? That's a dream life. Why did you step out of it? And, uh, you know, I mean, everyone that I know steps, they'd step out of their career into uh, building their business. Uh, you know, I call this uh, journey like the bridge from job to joy. <laughs> okay. But, you know, everyone that does it has some kind of trigger in their life, right? Some people get burned out. Others, you know, whatever, have a kind of, you know, midlife crisis or something. And for me, it was really that one day I was sitting at my desk and I got an email from a friend. And uh, the email said, Monique, our friend Michael just died. And Michael had been a soul friend to me. And uh, he was always someone that would find joy in every single day. And every time I speak about him and about that time back then, I get goosebumps. I'm still, you know, I always feel like he's here with me. But, uh, you, mm. know, he, you know, he, he was 46. He left a five-year-old child behind. Guess what? Shortly after, my boss died. Age 46, leaving a five-year-old child behind. And it's like, you know, there's, there's always this, these questions we ask, like, what do I want in life and so on? But we don't ask these questions seriously until we get this kick in the butt. Yeah. And I got that kick in the butt, not once, but twice. And confident, you know, I, I mean, I, I thought that this cannot be like arbitrary. There must be some meaning for me in this. And uh, I really started to ask myself at the time I was in my late thirties uh, and uh, I asked myself the question, what if I need to go at the age of 46, leaving, you know, maybe not leaving a child behind, but leaving at the age of 46. And I realized that it was not making billions for a corporate. That was not my purpose. At the time, I didn't know what my purpose was, but still, it took me still a year or two that I stayed in the corporate world until I gathered the courage to really step out. And I have to say, I did it in a way that might not be the right way for everyone, but I really took a blunt jump, okay? From one day to the other, I stepped out. I handed in my company car key, wow. my salary <laughs> check, and I jumped, I just jumped, okay? I had zero idea of what I wanted to do. I had zero clients. I started from scratch. I just knew that what I had until then, I didn't want anymore. And, uh, you know, the only thing I knew is I knew I wanted to know what it takes to build a business. And at the time I'd been a Toastmasters, I'd won competitions. I'd even been a paid speaker already at a time from a corporate perspective. But I, you know, I, I didn't really know what, what kind of business I wanted to build. So I built a business together with five partners. We were all established corporate leaders. Okay. Some of them had been running, you know, a little bit of a business before. So the thing is, and you know, I mean, I once gave a speech. I don't know if you know the platform, Joachim, the, the fuck up stage or the fuck up world, or, you know, I mean, the, you no, know, no. once I gave, I gave a, okay, sorry, effort, right. Okay. All the kids <laughs> here. Okay. So, you know, switch their, close their ears. But there's, uh, there's really like a platform where it's called like the, the fuck up stage or something. And, you know, they invite people that have really made massive mistakes in their business and share with the world what these mistakes were. And I gave a speech there about this, this experience of building my first business because honestly, it failed big time. So after one and a half years with my five partners, okay, despite we did a couple of cool things together, still I lost 60,000 euros in my first one and a half years and one and a half years of my life. And still today, I say it was great because it was like my kindergarten of entrepreneurship, okay? And I learned 10,000 ways of how not to build a business. 
<laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, but again, you know, what, what then changed it for me, what turned it around was I, found, I was connected with a lady. She became my mentor. Okay. I could have easily at that moment when I decided I had to step out of that initial failure business, I could have easily given up. And every one of you that's with us today and watching this, if you are at the edge or you're getting going through a tough time, don't give up. Okay. All you want to do is find strength and inner fire within you. And how do you do that? By remembering why did you embark on that journey in the first place? Why did you want to become an entrepreneur? Why did you want to build that business? Hold on to it. Don't give up. Okay. So, you know, I mean, one great way is of not giving up is finding you in a fire, remember, remembering why you do what you do. But another one is also make sure you have people around you, like the Dream Builders platform and networking community. I'm sure there's other people like Joachim and others in that community that will inspire and empower you. We are running the Hot Powered Global Nation, right? You can check it out on Facebook. It's called Hot Powered Global Nation, where we have a lot of speakers and entrepreneurs from around the world. And if you're not alone on our journey, it's easier to follow through no matter what's happening around us or in our business or in the world, right? A third thing that happened to me to not give up was that eventually someone introduced me to a lady in the US who was connected to the who is who of the personal development world. I mean it, okay? So she had friends that had built multi-million dollar businesses and uh, she introduced me to these people. So she became my mentor. So all of you want to work with a mentor. You want to find someone like Joachim or myself or someone else that has walked that path successfully. So we can show you step-by-step of how things need to be done to make it happen, okay? So again, that's pretty much a little bit of my background story, but you know, and and, you know, my my first failure story and my bridge building, right? From job to joy, okay? From being in a job to building my own business. And I can say today, just so that you know, today I work with entrepreneurs from all over the world. I think we had clients so far from around 40 countries, okay? And, uh, you know, again, a number of countries, a number of people grow by day, but, uh, you know, we really help them to kick off their business, bring their business to making a few thousand a month to making 10,000 a month, you know, to a six figure business to a seven figure business and beyond. Okay. So that's what we do today. And, uh, I work a lot with coaches, trainers, speakers, consultants, everyone that uses the power of their voice and their experience to build a business structure where you make a bigger difference in the world and you touch more lives and you make more money and you impact a lot of lives this way. So that's what I do today. And I'm, you know, I'm still a speaker as well. I'm, you know, all over the world speaking. Um, And, you know, again, I know how our message, our story, our voice holds the value. Okay. If you turn your message into a business and you grow your business around your message, there is no limitation of how far you can go. You can easily build a six, seven figure business and beyond. I know how it works. And, you know, again, we have a lot of people that have gone with us through that journey. But Johan, I'm sure you have a lot of other questions for me to ask, <laughs> but that's a little bit of my background story. Uh, thank you so much for, <laughs> for sharing your background story. Um, and hearing you speak about it in such a relevant way is, is very interesting. Also, your passion, I really like that. Um, you said that you left corporate from kind of one to the other day, right? Of course, 
lots of impactful things happen before. Um, and I would love to know, like you were talking about your why and how, how is that so important for you to, to, to find your why and also to build a business around it. But how did you actually discover your own purpose? Yeah. So it's, it's been a journey, right? It, it's a long journey and it's not like a straightforward thing. Like you, you do one thing and suddenly, you know, okay. So again, but I can, I can give you some, a couple of, I, I'm not only going to share what I've done, but I'm also going to share you with you a couple of concrete hints of how you can find yours. How does that sound? Awesome. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> great. Okay, great. So again, you know, again, I, I believe it all starts with an inner exploration. Okay. And here's a couple of questions I invite you to ask. Okay, the first question is, who are you and who do you want to be? Well, that's the simplest question in the world, right? No, it's not. It's the hardest to answer, right? I mean, no one, some people spend a whole lifetime and even, you know, in their deathbed, they still don't know who they are. Okay, and still ask that question, like, who are you? Well, you might simply say things like, you know what, I am someone that's passionate about Okay, helping other people build a dream, right? Like you do, Johan. Okay, or you might say, well, I see myself being a speaker, being on stages, uh, you know, and inspiring others. Or maybe you say, I am someone that loves to help others, right? Or I am someone that, da, da, da. okay, fill the blanks for yourself. Who are you? And I know even though it might be the hardest question to answer, start with it and just see what's coming up as you're asking it, okay? And again, if you feel stuck with that question, there's more questions to ask that give you more clarity, okay? So the next question you can ask is, what do you love doing? What do you enjoy doing? What, you know, when you do it, you feel like you could do it day in and day out. And you, even if no one would ever pay you, you could keep doing it all the time because it just gets you in a fire going, okay? But like, for example, for me, I love to be on stages. I love to inspire others. I love to be with Jochen right now, you know, hopefully, some of the things I say trigger something inside of you that switches something and brings what you do to a different level. That's what I love. You know, I'm a creator. I love to create businesses out of nothing. I, I just love to do it, right? Even when I was still in the corporate world, I was helping to build public speaking clubs. So when I moved to Belgium in 2005, the second time, I think we had four Toastmaster clubs in Belgium. Okay, when I, when I left about... You know, uh, eight years later, we had 14, I think 14 or 16 clubs, right? It was not that I built all of them, but I, I helped build one specifically, and then I helped support it building some of the others too, okay? So I just realized even, you know, this club today is still flourishing. So creating something out of nothing and then letting go and let it evolve on its own is, is what I love doing, right? I love to be on stages. I love to connect and network and bring people together. People say I'm a people magnet, right? So again, ask yourself, what do you love doing, right? And again, that gives you some clues of what is your why? I love to do this, okay? And then again, who are the people you love to hang out with, right? Like Joachim, you and I, we love to hang out with people that have a dream. They want to make their dream come mm -hmm. true, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. We love to hang, I love to hang out with other speakers, right? Because again, they share with me, like, how do I get onto more stages? They share with me their stage time stories. We learn and grow together, right? I love to hang out with entrepreneurs that do innovative things. Like one of my friends, uh, you know, I can speak to her tomorrow again. She was a pioneer. She took like what he had on the, on the, uh, on the picture platform where you would make, where you would be able to purchase pictures online. She did that in the world of music. 
she was a pioneer. She built a platform quite a few years ago where it's now quite a big business, right? Uh, it's called Audio Socket, just if you wonder, right? But she built a platform where she could, you know, music pieces that were unreachable for a lot of people, and she she helped them to be able to license them, license them for their platform, for their videos and everything else. So I love to hang out with pioneers, right? And entrepreneurs. So again, ask yourself, who do you like to hang out with, right? Um, and, uh, you know, again, another thing is also when you hang out with these people, listen, okay. I know we all don't like complainers, but you know what, as a business person, I love complainers. Why? They give me a clue of what they need right now. And how can I turn that into my next product or service? Right. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So again, you know, start, start, you know, listening to, to what, what are people missing? Like, you know, for example, when I started my business, I, at the beginning, I worked a lot in the startup world. And I realized that a lot of people in the startup world are looking at Silicon Valley because that's where the big money is and the big mentors are and everything else. The thing is, Silicon Valley is only working with businesses that, that focus on building a technical platform. So all the coaches, speakers, trainers, consultants of this world, I saw they're not getting the support they needed, right? And that's why I built my platform to support these people, because I believe we can build big businesses based on our message too, and we've done it, right? So again, let me summarize the questions you want to ask yourself. Who are you? What do you love doing? Who do you love hanging out with? And what are these people complaining about? And that might give you clues on, you know, what is your mission, right? And also, you know, I did a lot of inner deep dive and inner exploration. And I, you know, it didn't give me, me personally, it didn't give me the big breakthrough clarity. So I started to hire coaches. So for example, I signed up with quite a high price one year coaching program. And after quite a few months, my coach asked me a question. And he said, Monique, if you think about what people need and want, okay? And I, he, he said, what, what do you want to do? And I said, I would, you know, and, and he said, well, if you apply that to yourself, if you turn it around and you apply it to yourself, what would that message be? So he said, okay, he asked me like, who, who do you want to work with? Or, you know, what do you want to do? And I thought like, okay, I, you know, I love to help people to build successful businesses. And he said, well, okay, good. So Monique, why, why don't you apply that sentence to me? And I said, well, I, you know, I really also want to learn how to build a successful business and, and a business that really makes an impact, a bigger impact in the world and a business where human values are honored come, having come out of the corporate world, you know, where people are treated like humans, where we all have our full potential and all of these kind of things I said. And as I heard myself speaking, that sank in at a deeper level. I realized that what I need and want is what I want to help other people with, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, again, once you do that inner exploration and you work with a coach to help you figure that out, like someone like Jochen or others, let me summarize, okay? Here is how you really find your mission. Start stepping away from yourself and start stepping into a mindset of service, okay? And really ask yourself, who, not only like who do you like hanging out with but probably these people are also the question here is who do you love to serve probably the people you love to spend time with is also the people you love to serve most because you care about them right also the question is then uh, don't only ask yourself like what, what what do you love doing but turn it around into 
what can you do for these people based on what they say they need? What are they complaining about that you can help them with? What can you do for them in line with what you love doing, right? And then again, that will give you clues of what is your mission. You know what they need. You know you care about them. You know what you love doing. You know what you could do for them, right? And that gives you clues of what your mission is. And here's the last question that, question that anchors all of this, which is, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to help and support these people getting these results? So again, my why is, okay, my why is pretty much like, what is the mantra in our business? Our mantra and slogan is, speak up, scale up, impact the world. So we help people find their inner message, find their inner voice, find, ignite their inner fire, and to get that and spread their message, not only with 10 or 20 people, but with hundreds, thousands, millions, we help them to really get more visible in a greater way. We get them to get booked as speakers all over the world. We help them boost their visibility. We help them to attract clients this way and grow their business. We also help them to scale up. We help them to build a business around what they do so they have a solid offer. They know exactly what products and services they want to offer at what prices or what kind of clients. They build these products and services. They build a solid marketing around it so they have a constant uh, flow of clients coming to them. And we help them to build a sell with success, right? And then we help them also with their finances and everything else that's needed in business, right? So we help them to scale up. We help them to launch and grow their business in the most successful way. The thing is, the why comes in the last part of our mantra, which is impact the world, okay? Just one, you know, one example from our clients. We had this couple and these two sisters that built a fashion business, okay? One sister is a teacher in Switzerland. The other sister is, they're both originally from Pakistan. She moved to Switzerland. Now she's a teacher in Switzerland. Her other sister is still in Pakistan. She became the first woman that was hired as a fashion designer, uh, you know, in, in a big business. She's the first woman in Pakistan getting into, into this kind of job. These two sisters build a business and I help them build a business. So they build a fashion business, bring the Eastern and the Western world together in fashion. In their first, second year, they actually got already onto the London Fashion Week. And as a result of their business success, they built a Montessori school for children, especially girls in Pakistan. That is why I do what I do. Because our people are not only getting visible and getting their message out there in greater ways, they're not only building successful businesses, they're also supporting, you know, social causes in the greatest way. And that is why I do what I do. Jochen, I'm sure you have something else to also I, add, contribute or ask. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for, for sharing this, um, for everything that you do. And I really like your practical questions to discover more about yourself so these four or five what were it? five questions actually i really encourage everybody to have a look at that once again and once you have done that i think it's important that you can also go to the next step because it's important to understand what your purpose is but it's also important how you then can get your message out and how you actually become a magnet for other people and mainly, maybe also not only for other people, but also for, for your business, right? So who you are and, right. and how you can attract more clients. So do you have any tips on how people can gain more visibility on their message? 
Absolutely. So again, uh, just yesterday, I ran like a, a webinar um, where I, you know, shared with people my five-step speaking blueprint. Okay, and because I've been speaking, you know, uh, in you know uh, more than twenty-five countries around the globe, and I shared the stage with amazing people, and I have to say that especially in the early years of my business, speaking was my greatest marketing tool. And speaking really helped me and you know to attract clients and that helped me year after year after year to double my income for several years in a row okay so getting out there getting your message out there is the most powerful way i've also been an investor pitch mentor for quite a few years so again i know like how to how to craft a message in a two three or five minute speech to trigger you know investments of six figures like you know even million dollar investments so again, my speaking blueprint, actually there's five steps just to summarize them for you. The first one is you need to feel that fire inside. You need to know why you want to speak. Okay. And that comes from your mission. That comes from your passion for your message and for your business. Okay. The second step is you need to have a crystal clear message. The message pretty much is what you say, Joram, this is your magnet. This is how you attract clients, how you convince investors, how you, how you find partners, how you actually get onto Jochen's amazing show, right? Okay. So this is, you know, again, you, you, your message is what, what resonates with people if it resonates with people. Okay. So getting your message clear is absolutely crucial and critical. And I always say your message needs to be in line with your mission. Right. So again, you know, like let's just take the formal of an elevator pitch. If you meet someone like, you know, you stand in the queue, uh, you know, of a bakery or you, you know, or somewhere else and you, you don't have a lot of time to speak to someone. All you can say to trigger some initial interest is give an elevator pitch. That's why we call it an elevator pitch, because, again, it's like an elevator, right? Unless you're in Dubai or, you know, one of the top skyscrapers in the world, you only have a few seconds to bring your message across. Right. The good news is how do you craft your elevator pitch? Again, you can take all the elements that we discovered already in our session today together and bring that into one sentence or two sentences, okay? So what you can say is, I do what, for whom, so they get these results, okay? You know, and if you want to, you can also say, hey, and this is what how we are different, okay? Um, and then you ask the question, would you like to hear more about it? That opens doors, right? In my case, I could say, well, I have amazing entrepreneurs and speakers get their message out there in a greater way. So they spread it to thousands, hundred thousands and millions. They build a business around what they do. So they build a lifestyle friendly business. They make six or seven figures and they travel the world sharing the message and doing what they love doing most okay if that is you and you feel like oh my god that's something i want you will probably want us to connect right so again you know if you craft your elevator pitch this way or your message this way you start triggering interest right and um you know also when i you know i can also say how are we doing things differently like we say well, we get you not only to speak in your local environment and nationally we get you to speak internationally we help you connect with a global tribe, right? We help you to, um, you know, to, uh, yeah, also, we, we don't only teach you speaking. There's a lot of speaking coaches and, and uh, business mentors out there. We bring it together. We do both, right? We help you boost your visibility and your speaking and build your business at the same time. That's what makes us different. 
And, uh, you know, again, so if you're crafting your message, okay, summarize the insights you've gained already from what is your mission, what do you do for him, for what reason, right? And also make sure that your message is emotional, it triggers emotion. It connects with the people you want to connect with, right? So I could speak for days about this, but okay. So the second thing is, again, the first thing is get the fire going. The second thing is, you know, nail your message. The third thing is get clear on who are your ideal clients, what's your best audience, okay? Who are the people that need to hear your message and are willing to pay good money? Number four is, what are your best stages? What is your dream stage? Where do you meet these people you want to connect with? And how do you get booked on these stages, right? Step number five is you monetize your speaking, okay? You get paid directly by being paid a speaking fee or you get paid indirectly by crafting products and services that you are promoting as you are out there as a speaker. So again, you know, I mean, this is how you craft your message. And, uh, you know, I hope I gave you a couple of ideas and concrete hints on how you start crafting yours. And I would suggest, again, you know, if you are interested in this, uh, Joram, would it be okay if I mention our Speaking Booster Challenge that's yes, coming up? Yes, yes, go for it immediately, okay. yes. So, you know, if you want to ignite your fire for your business, for your passion, for your, for your speaking, okay, and you want to craft and nail your message to really make it attractive, you want to find out what's your best audience, what's the best stage, how you, do you get booked, and how do you monetize your speaking, and how do you use the power of your voice to grow your business? Well, we are running actually a five-day Speaking Booster Challenge. It's coming up actually, you know, very soon from the 7th to the 11th of June. And I think Jochen, we're going to share the link, right? But we'll share the link day, in, the, in the caption. Great. So every day we're going to do a deep dive into one of these five steps. We help you craft your message. We help you get out there more. We help you monetize it. Okay. So that by the end of the week, you have much more clarity. You know what you're doing, what your mission is, what your message is, and you have much more clarity on how to get it out there already now and how do you make money with it. So again, you know, we, we're going to run live sessions every day. We give you a little task every day, you know, and again, we are on this journey together and we're going to run it in our hot power global nation so that you have others on your side that help you make it happen, that give you feedback, that you, you, you know, encourage you and you feel the vibe of our tribe. So I really look forward, everyone that resonates with that, join us from the 7th to the 11th of June. Join us on our five-day Speaking Booster Challenge. That would be amazing. Monique, I think I'll join your, your Speaking Booster as well. So everybody who is listening, please, I encourage you to, to sign up afterwards after hearing this beautiful conversation. You can sign up with the link in the captions below. Now, Monique, before you go, I have another question. Um, <laughs> and I think this, this is also uh, an, an important one because often when we have shaped our message in a very, let's say, authentic way, like for some people, I can imagine that it can be quite overwhelming to confidently speak out your message. Um, what is your vision about it? And how can people do that confidently? Because sometimes it can be quite overwhelming, like, oh, now I'm going to be in front of an audience of many people, or what are ways that people can get more comfortable to confidently start sharing their message yeah. with the people Absolutely. that they want? And it takes time. And I can tell you, you know, even from my own story, <laughs> when I grew up, when I was a little girl, 
my father said one thing to me that shook me big time. He said, Monique, just become as old as I am and then you understand how the world works. What I heard in that moment was like, I, I got it all wrong. What I heard was my voice didn't matter. My opinion didn't matter. I didn't matter. And he kept saying it. And, you know, as I went through life, even sometimes in school or from friends or from bosses or colleagues, sometimes I've picked this up. Like I was saying something and I wasn't being heard. And that was hurting. And maybe you've gone through experiences like that in your life where you heard the message, like you got it all wrong and you started to doubt what you have to say. So I understand, Joachim, it can be very intimidating, okay, especially when we've gone through experiences like that in our life. However, good news is I grew through it, I got out of it, and so can you. So how can you do it? First of all, get clear on your message. Even if you're afraid and you think like, oh my God, Monique is scaring me. She's talking about speaking to hundreds or even, you know, or, you know, even 20 people are scaring to me, right? Like today, I had a conversation with uh, one of our clients. And she said, hey, I spoke to the biggest audience ever, and it was 20 people. And I thought, great, amazing, congratulations. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you can start small too. What you do is you just grab one or two of your friends, either online or when you can get together live again. Okay, If you watch this in the future, you think like, hey, I can meet them live. Bring them into your living room. If you cannot bring them physically into your living room, Hook up on Zoom. Take your best friend and say, hey, you know what? I'd like to practice with you. Can I give you this? And you give me a little bit of feedback. Okay. So one of my, you know, one of my friends, he's actually a Toastmasters uh, winner of the, the world's biggest uh, public speaking competition. You know, Toastmasters competition. He's one of the Toastmasters um, public speaking by conference winners, uh, speech contest winners. And he said, Monique, the best speech is not written. It's rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. So the thing is, don't worry. Even if you start out small, start, start thinking about, take the questions we discussed in our session today, right? And start finding some friends and start in a small way in a space where you feel comfortable or, you know, in Jochum's uh, Dream Builders uh, community or in our Hot Power Global Nation. If you feel like doing it with my friends, oh my God, no, what will they think of me, right? Take someone that you trust from our communities and say, hey, shall we get together and practice a little bit, okay? So start doing it with some people you trust, get feedback, then start going out there in a, in a, in a smaller way, okay? And then as you go, I mean, you know, I, I spoke to audiences as little as, I don't know what my smallest audience ever was, maybe three or five people. My biggest one was three and a half thousand, right? I didn't jump overnight onto that big stage. It took quite a few speeches in between until I got there. The question is, where do you see yourself and where do you want to go? Okay, and just start small and step up, step by step over time. That's my suggestion for you. Thank you, Thank you so much, Monique. I couldn't agree more with that message. I think it's especially important that you define what's, you know, where you feel comfortable sharing your message. And it doesn't need to be at stages of, what you said, perhaps three and a half thousand, five thousand people that can also be in very intimate settings where you can share your, your brilliance and, and your power, right? Um, and let me add one thing here, which is really important for you to understand and maybe also encourages you to step forward with this. You know, I mean, I don't know if you know the mantra or slogan of uh, Starbucks, but they say one coffee, one person, one neighborhood at a time. 
the same here. It's one person, one community, one nation at a time. So yeah. again, you, you speak to one person, you touch their life, and you never know what that person does with that and flies with it and again, ignites some others. Like one flame ignites another, ignites two others, four, eight, 16, 32. That's how you spread your message. And you can always trust that there's always someone you speak to that is in this moment, in this moment needs to hear what you have to say. So it's one person at a time. Awesome. I think that's a beautiful way to round up this nice conversation. Monique, thank you so much for sharing all these practical, really practical and, you know, hand, uh, hands-on tips that people can use right now in your speaking business, in your business itself, to find your purpose, get your message clear. Um, to round up, what are the best places that people can find you and your work if they love to learn more about you? Yeah, I know my name is not so easy, but I think you can find my name right uh, below. So my name, and you can even see it here on the screen, hopefully afterwards, uh, hopefully it's recorded, but Jochen, you can share it as well. So my name is Monique Blaxell. So again, what you can do is just again, find me on LinkedIn, right? You can also check out my website is moniqueblaxell.com. Um, you know, also, as I said, you know, if you want to get a little bit of taste, and by the way, the five days speaking, uh, speaking booster challenge, it's free, okay? We took the last obstacle out for you to really take a courageous step. Come and join us. Get to know who I am. Get to know how I work. Get to know people from our community. And that's the best way of connecting with us, I would say. All right. Monique, thank you so much for your insights. I'm really grateful for this 45 minutes that we could connect with another here in this beautiful conversation. And I truly hope that we can meet in person one day. That would be awesome. Absolutely, and I know that you have the dream to build and you're already building the center. So as soon as it's up and running, invite yeah. me. I'm happy to come over and give you a big hug and get to know you <laughs> and your amazing community as well. Absolutely, thank you so much. All right, that was such a thought-provoking conversation with Monique. Now, if you also find it that inspiring and you would love to define your authentic message and make an impact in the world, then I encourage you to join me on the five day speaking booster challenge with Monique. You can find the link in the description of this episode. And by the way, if you want to become part of our learning network and community of change makers, who are all passionately living that purpose and building a positive impact in the world, then you can sign up to my new course, Discover Your Life Purpose Now. The link will be in the caption below. And by doing so, you will automatically stay updated about our latest online events and hangouts and hopefully soon to organize our retreats around the world again. So if you're all about building your legacy, making a positive impact in this world and connecting with like-minded people who want to grow and evolve together, then I truly invite you to go ahead and join the program and I'm looking forward to see you in the tribe.